Chapter 8 To Whom We Should Speak There is no rule of universal application, but one must consider the age, sex, and general condition of those he approaches. Uncle John Vassar's Rule Uncle John Vassar was accustomed to speaking to everyone he met on the subject of religion, but his rule might not be the best one for all. He was a man of years and experience, and could hold his own with people whom a younger person could not so successfully deal with. On one occasion he accosted two ladies in a hotel in Boston and inquired if they were Christians. Certainly, they replied. Have you been born again? he asked. This is Boston, said the ladies, and you know that we do not believe in that doctrine here. Uncle John opened his Bible and showed them what God had to say about the subject, and in a short time all three were on their knees. When her husband returned at night, one of the ladies told him about her encounter with Uncle John. I wish I had been there, said the man. What would you have done? asked his wife. I would have told him to go about his business. But husband, if you had been there, you would have said that he was about his business. That was a true estimate of Uncle John Vassar. He made it his business to witness for Christ always and everywhere. Let us make it our business to witness for the Master at all times and places. It may not seem best to speak to everyone we meet, but we should at least be willing to do so if God requires it. Whether He does or not can usually be determined by asking Him. Mr. Moody's Rule When Mr. Moody was beginning to do Christian work, he committed to speak to at least one person on the subject of religion every day for a year. He kept his promise faithfully until the last day of the year. As he was about to retire that night, he remembered that he had not spoken to anyone that day on the all-important question. It was rather late, but he did not wish to break his record. So, he rushed out into the street and hailing the first person he met inquired if he was a Christian. The man told him it was none of his business and added other remarks that were not altogether complimentary. Mr. Moody returned to his room thinking he had made a fool of himself and had probably hurt the cause he had meant to help. One of his friends who heard of the incident rebuked him sharply and told him that he must stop speaking to people so abruptly or he would make himself obnoxious. God evidently took a different view of the matter, for in a few days the man he addressed so abruptly sought him out and apologized for how he had responded. He told him that he had had no peace since that night on account of his sins and asked him to show him the way of salvation. If we listen to the devil, he will tell us that any kind of Christian work is foolish. Let us listen to God alone. Begin at Home It is so much easier to speak to others than to those of our own household that they are liable to be overlooked. But we certainly have a duty at home that we cannot afford to neglect. If our life has been inconsistent, we had better confess it frankly before we talk to others about their life. If we wait until we are perfect before we begin, we shall never begin. Remember that all God's work is done by imperfect workmen. Do not omit to speak to the children of Christian parents, ministers included. Too often they have been so busy looking after other people's boys and girls that their own have been neglected. We are often mistaken in assuming that those who live in Christian homes must necessarily be Christians. Surely all of our schoolmates, shopmates, and friends have a right to expect of us a real interest in their spiritual welfare. 
It is not wise to talk to them constantly about religion, but we should let them know how we feel and that they are always on our hearts even if we only speak to them occasionally. Speaking to Strangers Perhaps the greatest perplexity arises here, but let us never forget that we have an infallible guide who is sufficient for all emergencies. Ask him when in doubt, and he will quickly let you know if he wishes you to commend him to a stranger. Sometimes, the Spirit impresses us so strongly that he leaves no doubt about our duty. A friend was walking along a crowded street with his mind so occupied that he did not notice whom he passed. Suddenly, he felt an irresistible impulse to speak to someone. He looked up and saw a man standing by a lamppost. He said, My friend, are you a Christian? No, said the man, but I have hardly slept for two nights thinking about this very matter. It was very easy, of course, to lead that man to Christ. As a rule, the Spirit speaks to us through our judgment, which is a vehicle of God's thoughts as truly as our conscience. The opportunity of speaking to a stranger, and the fact that you may never see him again, is a call that one ought to consider prayerfully. If we ask for help, God will suggest some way of broaching the subject, and we can usually soon tell whether the person is willing to talk with us. If he shows any interest, we can follow it up, but if he is silent and refuses to talk, it is probably better to pass on to a more congenial topic.